Una. Welcome, everybody, to the Tea with Miss McGill show presented by Fortune Bay Resort and Casino. Make plans today to visit Fortune Bay Resort and Casino on beautiful Lake Vermilion. Fortune Bay has 172 rooms and a smoke-free environment, indoor pool, full-service full marina, RV park, world-class golf, several dining options, bar, and, of course, 24-7 gaming. So holidays are coming. You got some comp time to use up. This is the place to go. We'll get your game on at Fortune Bay. Uh, visit fortunebay.com for more details and plan your trip to Fortune Bay today. So once again, welcome. It is Puka speaking. It is the star of the show, Reed Larson. It is episode 70. <laughs> we've, Big got seven, a, oh. we've got a few episodes in there. Jeez, I guess so, huh? We're getting up there. <laughs> That's what I hear. A little bit of house cleaning here. All right. Shirts and hoodies. Pretty darn close to this logo. You go to our uh, Instagram and uh, uh, Facebook, you'll be able to see the logo. Uh, so we're taking pre-orders right now. T-shirts and Hoodie, hooded sweatshirts. When I say the hoodies were like 40, 20 bucks for a t-shirt, 40 bucks for a hoodie. So if you want to get on the pre-order list, let us know. Uh, Goat Sports Media, LLC at gmail.com, or just hit up Reed and I. If you've got our contact info, you can also, of course, just DM us. But um, so pre-orders going in, not just for you, but it's that time of year. It's the season of giving. Good idea for a Christmas present like you had just done earlier. Uh... You're, you're doing some Christmas chatter there. So if you need that gift for that certain somebody, um, why not some merch from Tea with Miss McGill? They will love it. This it's just like this logo, except we did things maybe a little bit more politically correct. You know, it, this is the old version where they say Tea with Miss McGill, and we're Tea with Ms. McGill because we don't. It doesn't matter whether Miss is a Mrs. or a Miss. Exactly. Yep. And we got the different teacup. We got the teacup from that T-shirt. And of course, those tees are also available if you'd prefer the black. Uh, but like I said, if you want to get that specific size, we can get it on this run. So that's the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, we'll always have large, extra large, you know, that kind of stuff. But um, you need a medium, you need a small or just something a little bit different. Maybe you want a different color. We're just planning on coming out with like kind of a, a more grayish ash. Like I said, you'll see that on on our online channels, uh, the back, what the T-shirt's going to look like. But um, so like I said, get your orders in today. Um, Gold Sports Media, LLC at gmail.com. And of course, a few more subs this week. Skyler Penzimas. BRD Engineering, Alan Dawson and Timmy Ranta. So thank you for subscribing and uh, hitting the, well, someplace it's following, someplace it's subscribing. So thank you for doing that. And if you could do that for us right now, we'd appreciate that too. You know, it's really kind of interesting because, you know, not every single week, but often I'll I'll, I'll put together just a quick reel of yep. our show. Uh, we haven't done one uh, for a couple of weeks here, but uh, I'll likely do another one here soon. Uh, last year, when we first started doing the reels, it literally took like five months for it to reach like 700 views. Okay. Uh, and then when we did our reel, we did a reel just on our quick little comment, uh, the night when we kind of talked about the Adam Johnson stuff, yeah. um, that just in the last couple of days hit like 700 and some views already. Okay. Yeah. So it's, so it's, it's, compounding. it's, it's compounding that the views are hitting a lot faster. So thank you to the people that are watching those things and the new followers that we get on a daily basis. Appreciate you. Yeah, we really appreciate you. And like I said, this has been the, by far the biggest year we've seen the most growth and followers, subscribers, even just likes on the show. So um, I just sent you some of those stats the other night uh, from Spotify. So that was really cool. So like, we really appreciate it. All right. Any other housekeeping? Are you ready to get into it? Let's, let's rock. All right. So it's time. For the game of the week presented by the Ring Sports Bar and Grill over in Eveleth. 
Uh, we just hit on this last week and I want to hit on it again. So this is tis the season for their gift card special. This is an annual deal. They do. Um, you can't beat it. So we can find these gift cards until Christmas Eve on December 24th, of course. So buy a $50 gift card at the Ring Sports Bar and Grill. Receive a $10 card for free. $100 purchase. You'll receive $25, a $25 free card. And a $200 purchase, you receive a $50 free gift card. So um, this is what I have for you. In these times of inflation, we got you a deal. We got you a really good deal. So um, push back on inflation. I mean, it, yeah. What'd you, you say last week? It. You got to do it. It's, no, a, it's an no brainer. Yeah, there you it's go. It's an no yeah. brainer. I mean, think about it. It's a, it's a great stocking stuffer. It's it's something if you're just thinking, hey, you want to pick up a few, a few extra meals, but you want to go out, you know, pop those up for yourself even. It gives you a few trips well, uh, to I, get out to eat. I always get one because when I said over that way, see, they have, or they used to have, I don't want to quote, but you, you check with them, but they have a Saturday afternoon happy hour. So if there's like a game on or something, I'm over that way, then you can stop into the Ring Sports Bar and Grill and use that and enjoy the the, the great deals with the afternoon happy hour. So um, again, uh, Ring Sports Bar and Grill over in Evelyn um, at ringsportsbarandgrill.com and um, fire up those gift cards today. And if you're not going to use it for yourself, like Reed said, it's a great stocking stuffer. All right, so I'm going to get into it. Our game of the week last night, Duluth Denfeld traveled up to Chisholm Hibbing to the Memorial Building. Of course, uh, you know, the big, big item on the night was the retirement of, of Adam's jersey. I saw one stat, 3,200 people in the building. It was pretty darn full, pretty darn well attended. And it was a uh, it was kind of a quick ceremony, you know, 15 or so minutes. Uh, um, Ryan's nephew was out there. Uh, he got to take the ceremonial puck drop. You know, he's about Ryan's kid, Adam's right, yeah. nephew. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yep. Ryan's kid. Yep. Adam's nephew. Uh, got to take the ceremonial puck drop with the captain of Denfield. So, you know, he was yeah. this big. And of course, the day, you know, so that was kind of cute. He was buzzing around out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's kind of short and sweet. But, you know, on the, um, they actually had a UMD banner. And right, I'm sure many of you have seen it, yeah, on, on yep. the social channels too. But um, so that one was there for the funeral, and now I got the jersey right next door. So I'm assuming those will be staples on uh, on that end of the building. And then as far as the game, uh, real choppy first period. Uh, nobody could really get anything going. A couple penalties, and then I, I got to thinking about it. I said, why is this just so? Well, for the Hibbing kids, it was their first home game, so you got the, the sophomores. But then I got to really thinking about that. You know, for many many of these kids in that game last night on both teams this is the biggest crowd they're ever going to play slash perform in front of maybe up to that point and forever you know like i said 3200 people in the building is pretty big and it was an emotional night uh, but then you know second period hibbing kind of uh got a little bit more in the groove it ended up being six to two shots ended up being i got pretty lopsided for a while but then denfield came back 38 to 26 in favor of Chisholm Hibbing. So um, one sophomore line to note, uh, Elsner, Swanson, Hildenbrand, they've been, they've been doing a lot of line changes too. Um, Look at Hildenbrand scored his first high school goal. He's got, yeah. He yeah. got the first one, I believe I was, yeah. We got a chance to talk with him when we did our, uh, uh, our interview, right. When we interviewed the best. Oh yeah. He was one. Exactly. Yep. 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 And so, yep. So was Elsner and then Benny Galley. So, uh, so yeah, congrats boys. I know Jack Abardi, he's a senior. He picked up two goals in the contest too. So I want to get that in there, but um, but that's our, you know, we talked about the sophomores on that team and, and they had them teamed up and they, they were cycling pretty good. It was pretty impressive, but um, yeah. So anyway, like I said, 38, 26 overall shots, 6-2 hitting win. And they're doing kind of like Grand Rapids. They got a little 
looks like a little goalie rotation going on between Erdahl, Wally, and Lamphere too. I don't know the exact details, um, who's played more or what, but it kind of sounds like they're they got the same. You don't want to call it a problem. What do you call it? Issue? Same issue? It's Maybe an issue. Call, it's an issue. That call time. it an issue. Yeah, We've yeah. got an issue. <laughs> that you guys have. Yeah. So, all right. So speaking of you guys, you guys had a couple of contests uh, over the past week. Yeah, yeah we did. If, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll just back up for a second. The, uh, just kind of reiterating the, the Jersey retirement in that game. Um I think I heard correctly, and maybe someone can can comment if you want to correct us. It sounds like it's not only number seven will be retired with the high school program, but all throughout youth hockey. That, that's true. Yeah, as well. That very, very good. cool that they're doing that. Uh, and you'll they'll see that jersey there hanging, uh, the retired number there on the south wall. Well, that and, you know, the aforementioned Jack Cabardi, they got a couple of tucks. That was one of the first things I noticed. I was just getting there. They there was no warm-ups, they were kind of buzzing around before they were going to line up on the line for the the anthem and the ceremony and such. And I was near his dad and I said, so he, because I've always seen him in seven. I coached him, he was a little, you know, he was a little mini yeah. or whatever. I said, oh yeah, he's, he's, and then he's the one that told me, he said, it's not just high school. It's, it's all the way down. down. It's yep. all the way down. So very interesting. Yeah. Uh, back to your question. Uh, so the, the, the games, and I'll touch on a couple of games because we try to do maybe, you know, the, the games that were, uh, there's been a couple of double A contests over the course of the last few days. And you, you haven't seen us since last Wednesday night. Uh, a lot of things happened in section seven, double A since that point in time, up to that point last week, Wednesday in, in episode 69, we talked about the big win Grand Rapids had uh, over at Duluth East, the three, two or two, one win in overtime statement game. Uh, then Grand Rapids heads over to Duluth Marshall. They're playing the Hilltoppers, uh, a closer game than Coach Clafton and company and all of us <laughs> wanted it to be. Uh, listening on the radio, yes. But remember what I said in our pre our preseason show that there's a couple of teams that you 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 got to give respect to, and that's one of those teams you got to re give respect to. If if you're not going to bring it the same way you brought it against Duluth East it's going to be that result where the game is closer than it should be, uh. or it's going to be the result that we ran into on Saturday night. Uh, so Saturday night after, so Hilltopper, we're at Hilltopper, Grand Rapids is at Hilltopper Arena or Mars Lakeview Arena. Thursday night, they get the 3-2 win over Duluth Marshall. Then it's Saturday, and again, I'm not trying to build excuses for, for the Rapids team, but it's a pretty tough road grind at the beginning of the season. It's Tuesday at East, it's Thursday at Duluth Marshall, it's Saturday down at Forest Lake. And that's a trip down and back, uh, you know, three hours down, three hours back. Uh, Rapids comes out of there with an L. They lose that game three to two. Okay. Uh, and that is a huge win on the side of Forest Lake. It's a big statement uh, to Grand Rapids that, you know, you, you just had a big win on Tuesday night. Uh, you finished it, not a great performance on Thursday night. Uh, and uh, now I want to go back to what I want, what I did and said at the very beginning with the seating. Uh, I wish I would have lumped Forest Lake into the conversation because they've always been of, of four, five, six, okay. you know, ever since I've been involved in the program, they can fall in that range. They were, you know, four seed last year. Um, they're a team and people have said, well, geez, did you guys really stumble? Um, well, let's be honest. Um, we didn't play as good as we could. Um, but you, you gotta give credit when it's due. That team played hard at home and they're tough to play against in their barn. 
Uh, and I've heard that from people that have played there before. You go in and play in that building, uh, it's it's another one of those buildings that are tough to play at. Um, I'll tell you this much. Force Lake is good enough to the point where if you're having an off night, uh, they're good enough to beat you. Here, okay. Yeah, uh, watch them. If, if you play the way you did against Duluth East, there isn't a problem. Okay. But if if you're not having a night and there's no energy, there's a lack of urgency, uh, some of the bad habits are coming into play after a long week and guys are tired and whatever it might be. Uh, if that's going to be the night that you're going to pick, uh, there's a chance that that team can beat you. And that's exactly what happened. Fast forward to last night's game. Okay. Uh, you have a weekend to absorb it. A lot of film to go over. Uh, a lot of things were learned. Uh, we actually did exactly that. We we looked at a lot of film. We looked at this is what a performance is supposed to look like. This is how we played. Uh, this is what we now take a look at the difference. And if if you had a perfect scenario, you could have two games going at the same time, and you it's the tale of two teams, yeah. right? Um, come back on Tuesday. We got Proctor at home. Uh, a big crowd back at the Edmore Arena last night. It was kind of cool to see. You know, 3,000, 3,500 people, oh, you know, in the building. It's, it, I feel like it was, it might have been less, but, but not rate, a small crowd, not small by any stretch of the imagination. It could have been too, you know, you just never know when you're looking at that building who's standing behind you and upstairs and around the mezzanine. So, uh, but, but it was a night to, to recover from kind of a, an interesting loss in Forest Lake. Um, Grand Rapids comes out of that game with a six to one win. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. I just don't remember looking at the scoreboard too many times at the end of the game. But it actually got interesting. I mean, it was a, it was a battle. I mean, you got a team with Proctor that is going to work hard. They got a lot of pride. Um, they're going to go after you, but but Rapids worked hard and they found that grit and grind that they left back in Grand Rapids that they should have brought with them down in Forest Lake. So they brought that back. Things started to kind of check off in the third period. By the time you go into the third period, it's three to nothing. Um, Force, or, uh, Proctor actually scores to make it three to one. Uh, and it's like, open your eyes for a second. You're like, oh, crap. Uh, are we getting into some of the same things we saw? And then it was the floodgates open up. Good things start happening. The puck starts going in the back of the net for Grand Rapids. So it was. it's nice to see a reward for the hard work that takes place You know, in a game. Show you that if you actually do skate hard, things are going to happen. There still were some things that needed to be learned from that game that if we're going to continue to beat some of the top double A teams in the state that we need to fix things. And there's, you know, it was nice. You got some confidence with the win. You got a, some pucks in the net. If we, if we ever uh, win a game where we score more than six goals or five or six right. goals in a game, uh, it was a night for us. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, but going alongside of another score that we're going to talk about, because this is already starting to put some interesting things into perspective with section seven double A. So, Rewind back to Grand Rapids beating Duluth East uh, last Tuesday, uh, three to two or two to one in overtime. Grand Rapids going down and losing to Forest Lake, uh, three to two. And then last night, Duluth East and Forest Lake playing, and Duluth East beats Forest Lake. So now you got one of these we beat them, yeah. we lost them, but they beat them. Yeah, right. Kind of situation. So the good news for for both Duluth East and, and Grand Rapids is this: is uh, they get a chance to play again. Yeah. Duluth East does, but they don't get a chance to play Force Lake again. So I'm, if you're a Grand Rapids fan, you're thinking, okay, there was a stumble with Force Lake. 
Um, but you did beat Duluth East, and I guess you can ultimately nullify that loss to Force Lake if you can sweep Duluth East in the season series and make some more statements like beat Andover or uh, some other statement games. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, already kind of uh, the salad's being tossed. The salad's it being does, tossed. and you know what? That's that's just what happens in a, in a tough section like Section 7. You're going to have that. And, and to credit, again, going to Force Lake, like they brought it. Yeah. They brought it that night. Yeah, 100%. Must have been, must have been ready. But um, East brought it to them. Yeah. Good for East. Yeah. yeah. Uh, AJ Riles, not in nets, still fighting the injury. Not in net, still fighting the injury bug, unfortunately for him, because he's a goaltender. And that, uh, you know, credit to how many shots that goaltender saw last night. I think there was 20 shots in the first period. I don't remember looking at the final shots last night because it was, uh, I mean, it was like a firing squad okay. the whole night. But I, I can tell you, uh, with all due respect to the goalie that was in there, he he did everything he could. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. But if A.J. Riles is healthy, I don't think you see a 6-1 to one score. Sure. I think the score isn't as high. Okay. Yep. I think Rapids still wins the game. But I don't think that that many go go to the back of the net. Sure. And like I say, I say that with all due respect to the goaltender that was in there because he saw a lot of shots and he's still he's still a nice goalie. So a lot of rubber. Did the Marshall goalie see a lot? So I said I I tuned into that one. I think it was two to one, and you guys went up three to one on a power play, and then all of a sudden it was three two again. And yeah, the did... Marshall goalie saw some shots too, but he didn't see as many as the Proctor goalie okay. saw saw okay. um but the shots he did see there were some pretty quality opportunities and he made some pretty big saves uh in that game but again not enough not enough opportunities and i think that needs to change and it, that consistency needs to come out a little bit more for Grand Rapids. okay all right ready to move on yeah all right good stuff right here squash the like button for us uh, time to get into our preview section brought to our friends over at iron ranger pearl thunderbird mall once again is the holidays baseball caps Winter caps, tees, hoodies, um, you know, sweatshirts. So they, they, like I said, the gift buyers paradise. I say it every week. Uh, there's a little something for everybody. Uh, the ODR, ODR line is exclusively found there. So, and like I said, they've got jerseys, tees, sweatshirts, you know, hats, everything. So um, to find that perfect gift for that little rink rat you got in the house, you want to check out ODR. Uh, but like I said, they got gifts for everything. You know, men, women, boys, girls, you know, adults, children, everything. There's there's all kinds of Minnesota themes. If you got somebody that likes all that, you know, somebody's got a cabin, got the lake place, they like some of that Minnesota theme stuff, stuff to hang on the walls. They've got all that kind of stuff. So it's Iron Ridge Apparel in the Thunderbird Mall in Virginia. So that's your first stop as we get into the holidays here and you're looking for that perfect gift for somebody. All right. So we'll get right back into the Thunderhawks here. Uh, big weekend. Another one coming up for you. You know, you're gonna make the trek up north. You got the Rosa World Swing, and I've lived here in Grand Rapids now. It's been eight years. I'm on my on my ninth, and so this has been kind of a fun weekend for me. I've known a lot of guys up there, so every other year, of course, they're coming down here. I get to see old buddies, old buddy Andy Headland. I think he listens to the show still. I remember spending some time with him last year on that Friday night Rosa game. But what I was was wondering is, since it's been on the calendar, I've been kind of following it, like I said, for eight years. Do you feel after this weekend that you as a coach have a better feel for kind of like who or what the identity of your team is going to be now for the rest of the year from this point out? Yeah, you know what? I I think that this kind of falls at a, at a good time. I wouldn't necessarily 
pick just that weekend for, for us and our schedule. And, and I don't know if this changes in the future here now with, with Grant Clapton being on the staff, if there's going to be some tweaks to the schedule, but we've kind of been on this rotation now for quite some time where it's, you know, every other, every other year we go up to Roseland world, they come here the next year, but actually there's, when we do go to Rosa world, like we are this weekend, that falls on a weekend before the Edina Classic. So it's back-to-back -back weekends on the road, uh, playing some pretty intense uh, oh, competition. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. going up this weekend, you're playing a very talented Rozo team who's got a Division One commit on their first line. Uh, you're going to be heading over the next night over, and obviously you know what the talent is over in Warroad, just down the road. Um, you've seen some pretty quality competition and those are difficult rinks to play. And, uh, you know, we always say this about home ice advantage and different places to play, but I've, I've coached a lot of games, um, as the opposing team going into the world gardens arena. And I, a lot of games as when I was the head coach at Virginia, we made trips up there, um, coach Bantams and went up there, yeah. uh, Bantams region up there, uh, JV high school, sure. uh, up there. And, and I can literally count on one hand in the number of years that I've gone up there that we've won. So if you get in there and you win a game coming out of there, that's it's a big weekend. Oh, you for know? Sure. Um, you win a game going to world that it's a tough place it, to play. The gardens still have Olympic ice. I believe so. I, it's I, a I bigger it's sheet. Just, I don't yeah, know if it's yeah, completely yeah. Olympic. Um, it but probably is, yeah. but, it, but it's, it's different. Yeah. So again, like you said, you get that, you get that home ice, they get the kind of the home ice advantage there. It's a tough place to play. Um, but yeah, do, do we know who we are after that weekend? I would say after these two weekends, we kind of have a better idea of our team identity. You've got two weekends under your belt where you've spent the night in a hotel with your teammates and, and the staff. There's been some bonding on bus trips going up there and down to Edina and back to the Edina Classic. You know, it's three games back to back to back when we go there next week in Edina and Burien Elk River. And neither one of those teams are any slouch by right. any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> and you've got some cities competition. It's it's uh and you get to watch the other games too, which is kind of cool. You get there, you know, we get there just in time. We play the late game on the first night against Edina. So we play at 8 30, but the game that's before us is Eden Burien Elk River. Yeah. And there's a big crowd that's oh, at yeah. Raymar Arena. So it's after those weekends the identity becomes even more apparent if you don't know what it is now, but there's a lot of time for bonding that takes place. And I think those are real important to have early in the year. Sure. Well, and the one thing that surprised me was, you know, when we started streaming this stuff was the JV goes with, or do they still, because yep. a couple of, you know, yep. I was, I was watching and I, and there was no commentating, you know, for the J and, but I'm watching, I'm like, well, I thought there'd be commentating and I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, it just, doesn't seem right. And then I don't know if I texted you or somebody. I'm like, well, that's a JV game. I said, well, I had no idea that the, the classic. So if you are a streamer and you're watching, just, you know, kind of pay attention if you're watching the, the JV game or the varsity game, uh, because like I said, I just had no idea. You know, I mean, yeah, I, they, I, I, the I, JV game is usually over on the other sheet. So, you know, they play the the premier games like at six o'clock, it'll be, you know, Thursday night next week at Edina. It'll be the first game will be in Prairie and Elk River. And then since we have to travel on a Thursday, you know, getting out of school and whatnot, then it'll be Dinah Grand Rapids at 830. Well, the JV game for us 
will be at six over on the other sheet of ice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then their JV game will be just before that at four. Okay. So, but it's cool that they include it, you know, get, yeah, get the JVs going on and, 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 uh, you know, and like I said, about bonding and everything with them too. So it's, it's kind of, it's easier. a good bonding weekend. There's going to be a, a loaded charter bus going up the, <laughs> the world. And actually we, we stay at a hotel and, you know, a couple of trips to eat as a group and, you know, some activities that we do. And especially when we go down to the cities, uh, to the United Classic, there's usually something, and I don't know exactly what it's going to be this year, but there's usually something that we do that is kind of a community service related where we give back and do something oh, really? kind for the community of some way or some shape or form. Oh, so wow. Okay. Something we do to kind of take up that Friday morning. Okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. All right. So speaking of previews too, so after dismantling Providence Academy, Rock Ridge will also be traveling up to War Road for, uh, you know, what, what should be a pretty interesting matchup. You know, Rock Ridge is kind of, you know, in their first three games, kind of coasted through things. Obviously not going to be the same uh, this weekend up at the Gardens. Well, I actually started that trip. So when we, we started to get going again with Virginia, there's a bunch of years where I think Keith got up the schedule with with Warroad okay. and Rozo. And we didn't pick up Rozo when I was in Virginia. So I don't know if they play Rozo or if they're playing Lake of the Woods. I don't know. But um, I wanted to get Warroad back on the schedule when I was head coach of Virginia. And then I kind of talked back and forth when Rostein was the coach, like, hey, let's get that going where we can go the same weekend with travel partners. Yeah. And Rockridge kept that on the schedule. Okay. So Yeah, yeah. So they'll have a good matchup there. And then next week, for those of you that are on the range, Hibbing – or Chisholm hearing, as we like to say, as I like to say, uh, we'll be venturing over. So a week from yesterday, it'll be on December 12th, uh, the Chisholm Haven Blue Jackets uh, run over to the Snake Pit uh, for their annual visit. That's why I plan on trying to get to that one. But um, so there's, uh, you know, plenty of games here on the docket that you can catch. There's plenty of streaming opportunities. And like I said, if you want to get to one in person, um, Tuesday night next week will be an old classic Iron Range matchup. All right. Anything else on previews? Nope. All right. Time to move on. Scores and more presented by our friends over at Aspire Heating and Control. They're your local Bryant dealer. And Bryant is the official, official heating and cooling company of your Minnesota Wild, specializing in gas, electric, and hydronic heating and cooling systems for existing and new construction, residential and commercial installations available. Still haven't hit that real, you know, there's nothing in fork at that 20 below, that 25 below. Not yet. Still, yeah, it still, it still isn't, isn't around, but uh, you need any help. Uh, with the furnace, I want to get things checked out because eventually it's going to come. Um, Justin is the guy you call, 999-5957, 218-999-5957. Um, like you said, forced air systems, boilers, heat pumps, mini splits, as always, licensed and bonded. So uh, like I said, Justin's your guy. Um, get him to check out the furnace, 999-5957. All right, we're just talking about players up north, Warroad, Eric Comstock from Warroad. Uh, committee to Augustana last week saw that headline. So, boy, uh, just a plethora of Northern boys. Yeah, he's going to join uh, right as of right now three other Rapids guys that should be heading in there next year. Greenway uh, guy there. Greenway guy that's already there. Yeah. Ben Trombley. Yeah, so, a lot of Northern guys. Yeah. Rabs likes those Northern guys. He likes them. Yeah, totally. Good. So, yeah. So, congratulations to Eric and uh, birthday boy today. Where's my uh-huh, Where is it? Uh, here. Birthday boy, Petey, Derek Peterson from Iron Range Goalie Academy. Happy, I, I don't know how old the kid is. 30th. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who knows how old he is. At any rate, happy birthday, brother. Yeah. Appreciate I, what you do for Iron Range goalie goaltenders. 
uh, he's he's a staple in our program at uh, Grand Rapids. He he was when I was coaching in Virginia, helping our program there. He helps at Coleraine, Greenway Coleraine. He's all over. Yeah, he's all over. all over the Arrowhead part of Northern Minnesota. So he's out there working with all our goalies. We're thankful to have him. Happy yeah. birthday, big buddy. Yeah, happy birthday, dude. All right, some scores and more from the week that was. Bemidji, 4-1 to winners over Thief River Falls. Warroad in a rematch from last year's single-A state championship game. Warroad with a 7-6 to overtime win. Over Matamida. Over Matamida, yeah. So, very impressive. Uh, Ely, 2-1 victory over Mora Malacca. Hey, Rozo last night in Moorhead falling one nothing. So, like you said, I guess some talent. Um, one nothing game over in Moorhead. Uh, Cloquet triumphs over the Jefferson Jaguars 4-2. For people in our generation, there's just something about that Jefferson Jaguar still, you know. I don't even know if they're still baby blue. They are. I, I don't know, you know. They I, are. You know, but, you know, I mean, you talk about ice hockey in the early 90s, and there's two words that came to mind, Blue you know, Jefferson. Bloomington Jefferson. Yeah, yeah and it was, of course, Saturday and yeah. company. And you had the Toby Petersons of the world that yeah. played there. You had the Mike Crowleys, Mike Crowleys that played there. Bianchi. Bianchi, uh, yeah. Uh, it's Chekhov. Chekhov. It, it was a pipeline of gophers. <laughs> oh, I mean, there'd, there'd be like five gophers every year that came right Yeah. Um, Mikey Anderson. I mean, they were just, yeah. They were tough. Uh, you know, it was just incredible. I think Dan Trouble was Trouble the Jefferson guy. I think maybe. You know, so anyhow, but yeah, just so I had to throw that one there. <laughs> Jefferson Jaguars uh, down memory lane just a little bit. Uh, Greener is topped by Northern Lakes, 7-3. to three. North Shore, 4-1 winners over Ely. Brainerd Blanks River Lakes, 5-0. Um, Marshall dropped by Superior, 2-1. to one. Uh, You mentioned the Duluth East, 5-3 winners over Forest Lake. Hermantown, 3-3 tie with Hill Murray. And the Walleye Scott CFP Edina Hornets update, a 3-1 to one loss to the Mild on Saturday. So is you, the sky is, falling? Is it, <laughs> is it falling <laughs> so, yeah, in Edina? Hey, everyone. Here's the deal. Like, I, I've had a couple conversations with people from the metro down there, and it, it, specifically Edina people. And, you know, Coach Giles does some very interesting things early in the season right now to, to try and get guys to play a certain way. Um, lots of times they come out of the gate three and all last year, they were 0 and three yeah, and the world was coming yeah, to an end. Yeah. He does things the way he does them, regardless of if they're going to go three and all right away, or if they're going to go 0 and three, he does certain things the first three weeks of the season, no matter what. Okay. And he'll come back with, okay, guys aren't doing, I mean, he does it to send a message that I want guys to play it the way I want them to play. And if they don't, I'll see it in these first three games. And it's going to be very apparent that when guys are replaced, the other thing is, is he had guys that came back from the state football tournament right. that hadn't played in the first three games that are going to be clearly people that are going to contribute to the, to the team. Sure. So they were back in for their first game, you know, things were trying to get figured out. But you know what else I heard? I heard Benilde plays different this year than they have in the past. They are extremely gritty, and they play with oh. a little chip on their shoulder. There is a lot of interesting, a, a lot of grit and attitude that they play with. And, and Ken Polly actually, uh, I've heard this just secondhand that he had said to the person I talked to that he actually really likes that they play that way <laughs> because he's been waiting to to get through this. Uh, 
era of kids that maybe were a little too nice and now they've got attitude. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. That's I'm very surprised to hear that. So um, real quick, I did actually speak with the walleye Scott today, probably at his condo in Florida, you know, besides the pool, you know, 80 degree weather, but he said, I don't know if you ever heard of this and there'd be some fact checkers and I believe him, but he said, and he died and was in the state tournament in 1974. Eichel is the coach. They did one of the first ever and only goalie changes on the fly. Have you ever heard, of, heard that? <laughs> so, I've seen it in a JV game or two. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. You know what? Coach Trukel did it a couple of times when he was coaching my JV team. He's like, get the goalie change on the fly. Get him going. He did it in a JV game or two, but I've never seen it in an actual varsity. Yeah, game, so, so that's the claim. So if anybody could fact check our buddy Walleye Scott on that fact, but I thought that was pretty interesting doing a goalie change on the fly, legendary coach Aikala. That's something. All right. Anything to add to episode 70? No, I don't think so. I think we touched on it on just about everything. All right. Well, good luck up north this weekend. You guys have a good time. Uh, please comment, like I said, especially if you do some fact checking on Walleye Scott. We'd appreciate that. Uh, Goat Sports Media, LLC at gmail.com. Contact us. Like we talked about the t shirts earlier. That's a good place to get a hold of us. Um, hammer the follow button. Find us. Tea with Miss McGill, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Musi app. Just T McGill on Twitter or X, whichever you want to call it. What do you prefer? Twitter. You're still still Twitter. Sorry, You're still Elon. Tweeting. You're still tweeting. Sorry. You know, I just saw an interview with him last week. So if someone could come up with a better word than tweet, tell me. I want it because I, I want that word to go away. Um, if you want to look, if you're looking for us on Facebook and YouTube, Goat Sports Media LLC. Uh, like I said, t-shirts, you see them in the back, 20 bucks, no problem. And then, of course, a big thank you to our greatest, the greatest partners on earth, the Ring Sports Bar and Grill, Iron Range Apparel, Fortune Bay Resort and Casino, Aspire Heating Control, Iron Range Goalie Academy, and Team Minnesota Hockey. So for Reed Larson, I am Puka. Get out there and be your dream. You're tuned to the Tea with Miss McGill show.